Hey everyone, we are back with our book review for the month of June, talking about Edwards on the Christian Life. This is by Dane Ortland, uh, whose writings are actually I, I, I do like. He's a good writer. Um, and today we're talking about uh, the the new birth, uh, the ignition of the Christian life. Uh, by the way, let me let me read to you the chapter uh, titles. Uh, in this book, each one really deserves its own episode, and each chapter title is, I mean, you could just, without reading on the chapter, you can just meditate and just chew, and just chew on the, the chapter titles. So we have New Birth, The Ignition of the Christian Life, Love, The Essence of the Christian Life, Joy, The Fuel of the Christian Life. Gentleness, the aroma of the Christian life. Scripture, the treasure of the Christian life. Prayer, the communion of the Christian life. Pilgrimage, the flavor of the Christian life. Obedience, the fruit of the Christian life. Satan, the enemy of the Christian life. The soul, the great concern of the Christian life. And lastly, heaven, the hope of the Christian life. So as I said, we're talking about the new birth today, and so this is a this is a topic, the topic of of regeneration. And in this particular chapter, uh, they uh, the author talks about six characteristics of the the new birth or regeneration uh, from the writings of Edwards, and some of these are. Uh, or maybe maybe all of them are, are are quite obvious if you thought about them. Um, they're certainly taught in the scriptures, but let's kind of go through them uh, briefly. Uh, so the first is the new birth is necessary, right? Uh, that almost goes without saying. All right, the new birth is necessary for every every person on the planet, past, present, future. Uh, there is no way that somebody can ever see the kingdom of God. Jesus says, unless one is born again, right? That's a that's a new birth passage. That's a new birth teaching. And so we're talking about regeneration, that there is no way uh, to go into eternity. There's no way that you can ever uh, uh, stand in the kingdom of heaven without first experiencing uh, the new birth. And Jonathan Edwards would say that, that the new birth is... It's like the dawning of the day, the first shining of the light of the sun in a soul that before was filled with the greatest darkness. He would also he also says that uh, regeneration is as when we are first made alive uh, to beauty. <laughs> um, second, the new birth changes us, right? This is uh, this is what I think what. Jesus also is getting at when in that conversation with Nicodemus in John chapter 3. Right, you cannot enter heaven as you are. Right, the Lord does not accept you as you are. Right, the Lord does not accept anyone as they are. No, you must be born again. Uh, you must be somebody entirely different. You must be somebody completely new. The old cannot see the kingdom of God. And... <clears throat> And what happens uh, when you are born again, what changes, uh, I mean, the, the, the changes that happen in you, right? They are, uh, everything uh, changes uh, about you, but uh, namely, 
just what your what your uh, he would say what your spiritual taste buds are before you had a spiritual uh, taste bud for the things that do not please the Lord. You had a, 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 a your palate was uh, was inclined or bent towards uh, darkness. Uh, but you are given a new spiritual taste bud through the re- through the regenerating work of the Holy Spirit of God through faith in Christ. And so then what happens is that you find God uh, strangely attractive, that you find godliness uh, strangely uh, attractive, that you your desires change. You want to do the things that the Lord wants you to do, right? That's, that's, that's the difference between a believer and unbeliever. An unbeliever does not want to do the things that please the Lord. Right, and although you have a lot of moral people, you have a lot of religious people who want to do the things that God wants them to do. But is it really? But where is the heart? Is the heart behind it to try to earn God's favor, or is it really because there is a, a new love for God that was never there before? And that's what happens uh, with the new birth. Uh, the new birth is completely a work of God. That's number three. Right, there's nothing that. Uh, that we can do to bring it about. We can't do anything. Uh, it's only by faith alone. And God does the work in us. Uh, fourthly, the new birth does not perfect us. A, a, he says that and the new birth grants a new direction, not a new perfection. Right? You were once uh, in the darkness and walking in the darkness, but through regeneration you are now walking in the light and that is and that is the direction that you're headed to greater and greater and greater light um he says that the that the truly christian life is of that kind which has a tendency to practice right again not a perfection but a tendency to practice to practice uh sanctification to practice uh personal holiness this isn't the absence of sin uh Sin still dwells, but the difference is that sin no longer reigns, right? It is no longer your taskmaster. You are no longer under bondage to sin. It may still dwell, or it does still dwell, but you're no longer enslaved uh, to it. Uh, the new birth uh, is the source of real joy. Edwards insists that holiness is the source, not a substitute for happiness. Holiness fans, not douses, the flames of real joy. And so there is, uh, you cannot have true joy apart from experiencing the new birth in Christ Jesus. And that's in part because, I mean, joy ultimately comes from God, right? Remember what we talked about in the last episode, that that being a Christian who's indwelt by the Holy Spirit of God is that it means what happens is that you are taken up into the Trinity and are uh, and 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 can participate in this Trinitarian love and joy. And so that is where essentially where the joy come from comes from. And there's no experience and there's no receiving of that joy apart from receiving a new birth. And and so this is incredibly, incredibly important. We don't, uh, in Christian circles, uh, we don't talk a lot about regeneration. We don't talk a lot about the second birth. And this is, even though this is an, a very, very important doctrine in the Christian faith, we have to understand what regeneration means, what regeneration does to a person, not only for our own personal sake, but also 
for us to be able to uh, to be able to discern uh, the lives of others, not in a judgmental way, but we have to be able to tell who is a true Christian and who isn't. Some of you, if not all of you, have had experiences, maybe with a family member, maybe with a friend or a coworker, who says that they are a Christian, but yet that you know that they live a lifestyle that is contrary uh, to to godliness, uh, to the uh, to the scriptures, right? That is an issue of regeneration, uh, and and so that it's in situations like that where we are forced to think about what it means, what does it mean to be a Christian, right? And the problem with the person who lives a lifestyle that is contrary to the scriptures, though they claim to be a believer or a Christian, is they have a false understanding of what it means to be a Christian, and so. Being a, a experiencing regeneration is 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 receiving a new love. You love God. You love the things of God. First John tells us that you love God's people. Right? It's it, it's it's a changing of the things that you love, and it's not that you stop loving uh, people who are unbelievers, but you start loving people who are believers you see them through the lens of christ you love them in the same way that christ loves them and you love christ and so this is a result of the new birth and so uh, the second birth uh, or regeneration is an incredibly important doctrine in the christian faith and we have to understand it we have to know it we have to know how it is defined uh, in the scriptures and first john is an excellent place uh, to go to to understand what does it mean to be born again it tells you what are the characteristics of a person who has been born again so there's a there's a a love for god a love for holiness and a hatred for sin and it's not that you never struggle with sin right uh, some of you might might struggle uh, with sin some of we all sin at times but uh and to some degree we might even enjoy the sin that we commit but what is your how do you feel after the sin are you glad that you did it are you happy with it or are you feeling miserable perhaps are you feeling empty are you feeling a full uh, of shame perhaps right and and those feelings are good feelings right if you are a christian you you should feel those things uh, and there should also be a a love for holiness there should be a desire to want to be more holy especially as a result of sinning um and and also a desire uh, to go to the Lord and confess and and turn to Him again, and so uh, the new birth is about new loves, um, new affections. Your inclinations are towards different things than they were before, but uh, but principally. It is an it is an inclination uh, towards God and to the towards the things of God and towards God's people. So, that is the new birth. We'll uh, pick it up next week on uh, a new chapter from Edwards on the Christian Life by Dane Orland.